everyone, this is Isla Rose and this is Lotus Talks number nine. And today we're going to be chatting on the topic of risk and fear. And we are doing this live off the cuff on IG and Facebook, inviting the community to speak with us. So hope you enjoy. My name is Isla. This is Sarah. Hello. Hermes, greetings. Yvain. And AJ. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read something that Sarah posted on Instagram earlier today, which was sort of the catalyst for our talk. So follow Sarah, went to eight on IG, and she posted a quote said, true courage is being afraid and going ahead and doing your job anyhow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to read the, um, yeah, I'm going to read the, the caption. Comp- uh-huh. <clears throat> More often than not, I'm terrified or intimidated by the demands of my chosen profession. I'm so innately introverted, but I have to keep reminding myself of the bigger picture. And I won't get to where I want to be unless I keep pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I'm not always successful. I failed many times, but I keep going. What intimidates you and how do you push ahead? We're opening up this space for you guys to actually talk about what intimidates you and how do you push ahead and we also are going to share our personal experiences as well as well but the point of doing this whole engagement isn't so much that we're going to sit here and talk with you guys or talk to you guys we're actually inviting you guys to talk with us and i'm seeing comments here and i can't read them so i think we need someone to read the comments yeah unless <laughs> or, or, oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, i'll do ig so if we have any like questions that are like mm-hmm. popping up organically, I definitely want to address them. But let's just go ahead and like dive in and talk about like the things that intimidate us. Does anyone feel like interested in in starting? Any any of you guys in here want to talk about just get real and name what yeah has been intimidating for you? Okay, so why did I post that? It was actually a repost from someone who I don't know at all. And I found the quote on Instagram. And it spoke to me because people think that being courageous means that you're not scared of anything. When you have big goals or when you do big things, that that person is not scared and they're brave. But that is so not the case and that's so not true, at least in my experience. Because when I do something huge or you know when I make a big decision in my life, I am never without fear. I am always deathly afraid and scared. But I don't know. I don't know where... You know, the point of being scared to the point of just taking that jump really happens where Mm -hmm. we really cross that point. I Mm -hmm. don't know. I don't know what happens in our brains and why we choose to do it anyways. Well, can you identify what it feels like in your body, maybe? The the difference between fear and making that jump? I think for me, it's less about how I feel, but it's more about who I'm doing it for. Mm. So if I'm going to be doing something that's risky, I think about who and what I'm doing this for. I think about the vision, the bigger picture of something. Like if I'm going to quit my job and open up a startup or a company (laughs) with no experience of prior successful exits or having done something harder and knowing that my chances of succeeding are pretty predictable. If I don't have that to back me up, I usually still do things for the people that believe in me and my dreams. And I think that kind of takes the load off of me. 
And that's how I do it. Yeah, so it sounds like there's definitely like a bigger picture, bigger purpose behind behind it. That's what inspires, that's what drives you to lean into the risk. I think it's just one of many great reasons and examples. But for me, it's been probably the prominent one. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just do it for yourself. Sometimes you're <laughs> just, I'm so tired of doing the same thing and expecting something different. So I'm just going to do something different and expect a new result. And that's all it takes sometimes. Sometimes you're so fed up of wanting change and you're sick and tired of the same thing. So you just take a risk and you do it anyway. Yeah. But I don't think that you you can do something <clears throat> big and meaningful without a little bit of fear in it. I think the fear drives you. Yeah. So I'm curious for, for everyone in this room and also those that are watching, I'd love to hear what you're afraid of and what you do with that fear. You want to want to speak on that? Who's afraid of something? <laughs> you want to want to Any comments? Just thumbs and emojis and stuff. Just thumbs up and clapping. What's up, John Aguioli? <laughs> <laughs> Come back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll just speak on what is coming up for me. I'm getting really real to the fact that I've been afraid of really stepping into my power, like really embracing my voice, really just like sharing my truth in, in the way that I know that lives in me. But the fear is, is it worthy? Am I lovable? Is it good enough? It's like all these like base emotions that I'm experiencing when I'm feeling scared. And that's sort of a blockage for me that has happened. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I've noticed that's been like a huge way of getting through it is actually having like the support like right here in this room like mm -hmm. these people all of these men and women have really just been with me in every space and looked at me and really appreciated and acknowledged me and like reminded me of like my power just because they're reflections of that and so I feel it's super important to have like a solid base and soul family finding like-minded people and like sharing that that's my experience I'm curious of Hermes here, or Yvain, if you guys want to talk about that, or if we have someone here talking about anything. I'm so what's the question again? Can you <laughs> Sorry, you I was doing the What like, are you afraid of? Technical. Talk about what, what am I afraid of? I mean, you and you do it anyway. So taking risk, you learn a lot. It's about self-awareness. How about that? It's yeah. about self-awareness because taking that risk, you learn a lot more in that risk about yourself, and no one can really teach you that, and you have to teach yourself. <clears throat> like... Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so much we can go to. I mean, it's like it's like a basketball, like shooting a ball into a basket. You're taking each time you're shooting the ball, that's a chance for you to score. Take a risk. Take a risk, right? And score. <laughs> so I feel like self-awareness is big because you get to to learn a lot more about yourself. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Fear is created by us. Learn Fear's that created. for yourself. It's created. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's created why? why? Why do you think fear is created? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things. It could go down to trauma. It could also have to do with even the unknown, the risk you didn't take. I mean, that's probably a fear that, that, you, that, didn't, didn't take. that you didn't take. Yeah, mm. That's a bigger risk. You know, like those old school video games. I know, I'll shout out to the gamers out there, but <laughs> those video games where there's maps and it's all like black, right? When you start the game. Mm -hmm. But when you're going through the map, it starts clearing up. 
that's a risk right there. We're going to the shadows, going to the ether to see what it is. What's the unknown? Mm-hmm. It sounds very shamanic. Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> right? You're going yeah. into the shadows, going into mm-hmm. another realm and, you know, bringing, you know, identifying, accessing, bring awareness to that area. And it's not just the outside physically. We have to do our shadow work for ourselves as well, yeah. right? We have yeah. a lot of shadow work to do. Mm-hmm. So that may play a part on the fear, on the the thoughts that we create for ourselves. So yeah. take a risk. <laughs> you know? it's a big lesson for me is taking action. I mean, there's a lot of things that we talk about. We talk, talk, talk. And the and the mm. plans and the manifestations. But the manifestations won't work <clears throat> until you take that first step. Yeah. And that's when it really starts. Yeah. That's how you start. Just make, make it tangible. Make it tangible. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Powerful. <laughs> Your comments. Oh, yeah. From Letitia San- Santos. Okay. I found long time no Tisha. And then sad face. I'm afraid of not being able to do what I know I need to do and stick to like self care, daily routines that I know I need to do, getting better. Mm. See, in order for us to take risks, we have to take care of ourselves first. Yeah, it's right? important. Hi, Tisha. Hi. <laughs> we love we you. Can't do good unless we are good. Yeah, thanks so for... So her comment or question was about being afraid to take care of herself? Or what was the question? Was it a comment or question? Can you repeat that again? And, like, Not being able to do what she knows she needs to do. Okay. I would ask you, why aren't you able to do it? What's the obstacle or challenge that is preventing you from taking care of yourself? Is it not enough hours in the day or is it lack of resources? I guess we can identify a lot of reasons, but I guess for me too, you never should wait for everything to be perfect. You just have to start with baby steps, one thing at a time. What I find helpful is writing a goal down like the night before or even the morning of a brand new day, writing three actionable, realistic things you can do that day, and then just making sure you can have that pen to just check it off. Or if you just use your phone, just put on your reminders, like three things you want to do today. And if it's like with working out or something, you know, whatever goal you want to get, never worry about the end result. I want to lose this much weight or I want to be this fast. Or But let's just say I want to run for 10 minutes today and then start with that. I'm not sure if that answered your question, but I think baby steps and then something concrete that you can check off makes it approachable. Yeah. She says she'll get into something, it'll come up and then won't have the motivation to keep going. Mm -hmm. So it's more like consistency. It's Mm -hmm. a mindset. It's a mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what's coming up for me to is the topic is risk. So I'm wondering what is it that feels risky to you to actually do what you know you need to do? Like, what is that blockage? And I'm saying this in the most compassionate way. Sometimes we just don't want to be responsible for something. And until we get honest about that, we're just going to stay in this like, well, I know I should do this, but I don't. And part of it is just, again, it's like not wanting to be responsible. And if you can bring compassion and awareness into that, then probably won't feel so scary. And I'm not trying to preach, but that's just, I'm speaking because that's my experience. Like, that's how I've realized why I don't run to things is I just don't want to be responsible for it. She said exactly. Oh, cool. 
Wow. And she mentioned something about depression. Oh. Okay. Depression, it's... Oh, that's hard. Depression, deep rest. So mm -hmm. you have to... Deep rest. Deep see, like I said again, in order for you to do good, you have to be good. So you have to work on yourself. And when that... Okay, say that again? So if you want to do good, you have to be good. Oh, that's so, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stress enough, you have to work on yourself. Because this is the vessel which we take action, which we take risk, which we also can do anything mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we give ourselves permission. We don't give ourselves permission to take big leaps and bounds and that we deserve to be rewarded with that experience and that we deserve to grow, I think we kind of limit ourselves and we're self-sabotaging. I think it's everybody. I can speak for myself. That limits me a lot. So then we have to think about what exactly do you really want? What That's is That's a it? scary <clears throat> question. And then once, yeah. once you get clear on what you want, are you willing to do what it takes to have that, there to get go. that? Hmm. And it also points to like the vastness of what we're capable of having if we have the, such big desires and needs mm -hmm. and we're actually able to make it happen. Like that's how powerful we are, right? And with that comes responsibility. But reframing our, our I had a conversation with Matreya. Oh, Matreya. <laughs> yes. Today about like reframing your understanding of responsibility, like the word just having a different association with it. We get to do this rather than I have to. But I'm feeling like we're sounding a bit poochy. So we're gonna talk about fear and talk about love too, right? Oh yeah, yes. fear and love. Because they're both on two different spectrums, but it's the same coin, essentially. And like what we fear is our power. We don't fear anything external of us. We fear succeeding. <laughs> yes. Because mm -hmm. with that comes responsibility right <clears throat> who does not resonate with that in here <laughs> or who resonates with that raise your hand <laughs> like completely uh, yeah I get do. some parts yeah Super. we fear our power mm. Mm -hmm. it is how does that quote go oh that our light that must frightens us not our darkness mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and everything okay. is essentially a reflection of us everything and everyone, everything that you experience, all events, people, it's all reflections of self. Mm -hmm. And it's, just, it's really helpful to like remember that. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> if you keep the mindset of that there's always a lesson to be learned in every situation, what is there to fear? Right? But I feel that fear has it serves some important purpose if it Definitely keeps does. reappearing. And I want to explore how we can be in a good and healthy relationship with fear. What would that look like for you guys? What would it look like to make friends with your fear? Well, fear is a low vibration or it's an emotion, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a low vibration. Relationship with fear, I feel like, would be tending to it, listening to it. Your body and your emotional body are constantly asking for you to listen to it, for you to examine it and look at it. But most people are afraid to look at themselves. They're afraid to look at their darkness. Mm -hmm. And again, like we fear our light, we fear how great we can be. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and Tisha mentioned something earlier about depression, right? So that always connected to it, mm-hmm. right? Because we're not honoring our light, so exactly. we just kind of get sluggish and down mm-hmm. on ourselves. And yeah. we're not honoring our emotional body. We're surely not honoring the physical body, and the spirit will follow that. So. Mm-hmm. All, it's really important. Everything is energy, right? Emotions are energy. And having a good balance of vibrational emotions is important. Mm-hmm. So understanding self, awareness, right? Yeah. That's what um, that sheds the light on fear. Yeah. If you're able to shine the light on uh, different spectrums of your emotional awareness, then you won't really have much to fear. <laughs> it's so easy to say it, though. It is so easy to say, but it's so difficult to face it. <laughs> to embody it, to, to live, live it. it. <laughs> At the same time, like... It has to be there. It's so... Um, I don't know why, but it's so difficult for people to sit down and really listen to their body. Because we're just so busy. We'd rather do something else, right? Mm-hmm. But it's necessary to sit down and ask yourself, what's going on with me? How do I feel right now? And where do these physical symptoms come from in the body? And mm-hmm. listening to those physical symptoms and allowing for them to pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Understanding that they're lessons and to basically forgive and release. Because fear is essentially a low vibration that's a tight energy in your DNA codons. So mm. if you're going to bring awareness to it essentially it'll lighten up if love you it. allow love to come through then the the photons will be able to replicate mm-hmm. basically if you're mm-hmm. speaking about like quantum entanglement mm-hmm. quantum entanglement <laughs> give fear a big hug yeah and it'll just love you back and fear is an aspect of ourselves too we can't be whole without recognizing both spectrums so we have to love our fear and someone actually mentioned that nice uh, say who it is okay we didn't get to read any of the IG yeah. comments. Sorry, guys. Yeah, let's pull them in. I have another one from Facebook from oh. Christina Perez. Hi, Christina. Hi. Hey. I definitely think that as with anything in the event that you are consumed by fear, it can be unhealthy and or possible death of some type. If we allow ourselves to be consumed by it, otherwise I feel that if we listen once the fear is present, there is a very valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like you're... you're acknowledge yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds, Christina, yeah. it sounds like you're deeply listening, right? To mm-hmm. your being a teacher, which goes back mm-hmm. to self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Fear gives you an opportunity to learn more about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If everything is truly whole, then fear is nothing but light messed in darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was there something in IG that... Someone just made a comment oh. about... Can you see who it is, too? Alchemical Matters. Ooh. And they said that seems like fear and love are opposites. True love surrenders. Mm. Mm. And then That's one right. universal consciousness says mm-hmm. fear definitely of starting not having enough information support from community etc mm-hmm. starting a business okay yeah oh i know about that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's the acronym for fear again false, false evidence, evidence appearing, appearing real. real yeah false evidence appearing real yeah it's just Whenever we have these kinds of conversations, these types of topics, it always seems to come back to one thread, right? Mm. You know, um, yep. in Hermes, we were talking about it on the rooftop earlier, 
but it's reflecting back to self. Mm-hmm. There's a wholeness within that we need to acknowledge that we often mm-hmm. don't. We look outside mm-hmm. exterior pieces that are already like living within. Mm-hmm. And I think then the body starts reacting in this weird way. Mm-hmm. You know, why like why are you running away from me? Why body's like, why are you running away from me? Like I'm right here. Everything's yeah. right here, you know? And we look to someone else like, complete me. Love me. <laughs> Am I good enough? Complete me. And do you like me? Yeah. I need some assurance. Yeah. <laughs> what? I need some assurance. Yeah. Like oh, affirm my existence. And I yeah. got insurance. Our insurance? Maybe yeah. that too. Yeah. Geico. <laughs> I need some can you give me some Geico here? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we do things in order to be loved and to be validated. Mm -hmm. If I'm successful, then my family will love me. Or if I lose weight or if I look good or if I do my hair like this (laughs) or if I show up and I'm funny, if I do whatever, then I'll be loved. And sometimes we wait to, to be validated before we before we give ourselves permission to be loved. And so then we don't love ourselves and then we punish ourselves. And then that feeds into the fear that we don't deserve it. So it's a vicious cycle because we're continually looking to be accepted mm-hmm. externally. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, where does this come from? Is it something that we're taught? Is it something that we picked up when we were children or what? Like, why are we so scared to love ourselves? I feel like it shows up because there's there's something important in it. Why do we look to exterior confirmation? That's what? that's what we're programmed to do. Yeah, but okay, <laughs> right, we're we're programmed to do that, but then we're also connected to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's also like we're looking for that nod. We came out from a woman's body, instant connection was created. So very at a young 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 when we first came into this world, like our body already like had mm-hmm. felt that connection, that need. So I think we're always kind of yearning for that first first primal connection. It's like embedded in our system. And so is there something wrong with that though? That need for connection and affirmation. She got me no. here. I love it. <laughs> we're social beings. Yeah. We mm-hmm. we thrive on connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We thrive on connection. And we thrive to give love. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. of course, we're going to want it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's more about, like, again, like cultivating a healthy relationship with our need to be accepted and loved and connected and also know that we already are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? But how do you know that? Yeah. How do you? So anyone want to answer that? Because <laughs> everything's a reflection of everything. And we came into this world whole. That's how we're able to experience everything that we're able to experience. Mm. And the biggest part of, I guess, fear is not acknowledging that we're whole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult, something's especially missing. if... Something's wrong with this. Yeah. We are everything. Society teaches us you need external forces or something to make you complete, but... You're already complete. Uh, material consumption yeah. and other things. And once you know that, you have it. You're ahead of the race. Because I feel life is so, like, our reality is so fun to me. <laughs> like, I need, right? <laughs> if we didn't have all these things, we would be so bored. If we just came out of the Yoni, everything's fine and dandy, it's all love. No point. There is no point. We have lessons to be learned, we have a journey ahead of us, we have to create our legacy. And what is that what you want to create your legacy with? 
that should be the fuel to what you want to do. And knowing that you're whole already mm-hmm. and everything is everything, everything is you. That's so powerful. You could do anything you want. I, I just thought of something. <laughs> oh my God. No, I was just thinking like when fear presents itself in a situation, like look into your own life and think about the one area that constantly fear is coming up, right? Whether it's relationship or something with your career or school or whatever else that you might be going through, the lesson is screaming out for you to learn it. So you have to look at it and be like, okay, what, why is this coming up? How come I'm not, how come I'm stuck? Why do I feel blocked? And I think it's there because you're, gonna, you're supposed to learn something about it. It's a lesson. It's a lesson that you have to learn or else it's going to keep repeating itself in different patterns and different phases of your life. And that, to me, is why it keeps showing up. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Speaking about like cycles of karma, like we get a lot of karmic debt from our family and our parents and our ancestors because they didn't necessarily know how to deal with certain like events or situations in their life that's karmically passed down through genetic coding onto us that we have to bring light to. And also like the wholeness thing. We're all born whole, but the journey back is what's amazing, right? Mm -hmm. It's like if there wasn't darkness, if there wasn't fear, if everything was just all just light all the time, there would be no point. Yeah, boring. We were we're born like these like creator deities and we have multiple layers that we have to dig through, but when we dig through them, like the answer is the beginning. We're whole. (laughs) It all starts in the heart. It's so simple, yet like this, like whole journey, complex journey, you know. Oh, hello. Say hello, Mark. We're live. We have Say hi. Mark here in the group. Oh, hi. We're talking about hi, Bev what and Dari. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Bev and Dari, Drea, John, Marie. Drea. I'm a Drea. Oh, I just want to say hi, Linda. Let's see here. John keeps. Commenting, <laughs> John is the fear of not of unknown, not understanding, not okay. Fear, don't be afraid to fall. Okay, hi. Don't be afraid to fall. Oops. Yeah, just wanted to say hi to. Are we getting some stuff on Instagram here? Like that, we need to say hello to some of these people. Next one says, "Hi guys, I miss you." Hmm. Hi. Funny, Robbie Rob says, "All you single ladies, all you single ladies." <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, it's really sweet that you guys are tuning in with us mark you just came in from teaching a class yes and we're talking about risk and fear oh that's interesting yeah why because i i kind of talked about that in my class today yeah what what did you so we're we're talking about stories stories that we play in our mind Mm -hmm. and and where (laughs) stories and i did mention earlier in class that where stories start to where fear kicks in and if stories start to play because of that specifically in a yoga practice especially in like a power and uh, practice where, you know, inversions, what kind of stories go around, fall around inversions. Cause there's that yeah. fear is one of the biggest things that kick in when it comes to inversions. Right. And so when you're upside down and up is down and down is up, it is scary as it's yeah. pretty scary and falling forward or falling on your back or falling in all sorts of directions. That can be a scary aspect. And so mm-hmm. a lot of stories start to mm-hmm. form around the mind. Look, so a lot of stories start to form mm-hmm. around the mind on that, in the mind about that. Mm-hmm. Do we allow that fear to take over 
and do we allow that story to take over or do we allow ourselves to release that story and go past that fear because it's not a fear that is endangering our lives mm. right it's a fear stopping us from progressing forward mm-hmm. right fear is a natural and this is interesting i actually talked about this last week too mm-hmm. specifically about fear and fear is a kind of one of these things that nature has instilled in us for a protective mechanism Maybe. yeah and when but that was, you know, when we were fearing predators and lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Mm-hmm. But we don't fear those <laughs> things anymore, right? I mean, how often do we run into a bear, a tiger, or a lion? Things that we fear nowadays is, how many likes do I get on my Facebook posts? Am I going to hit traffic on my way to work? Am I going to be late yeah, to work? Yeah. Am I going to fall over in this inversion? Yeah. None of those things are detriments to our well-being or our life. Yeah, we're a little bit late, but it's not really something that we need to necessarily be afraid of. Where's fear from in the brain? The part of the brain. Anybody yeah. on Facebook I think it's or hippocampus, IG? right? In the brain. Anybody know Facebook yeah. or Do any IG? of you guys know where fear comes from in the brain? Google. This is where it comes in. <laughs> I th- we think it's hippocampus, the area the part, the section of the brain that helps you to run away from a saber tooth. Right, that's what kicks in that flight or fight response. Yeah. Amygdala. Right? Amygdala. Amygdala. Okay. And that's, yeah, that's really what kicks into our flight or fight response. But in these days, mm-hmm. we get into this fear mode and get into flight or fight, but we don't necessarily need to be in that, mm-hmm. in that state, right? Mm-hmm. It's an interesting topic. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's very loaded. And it's also, it just feels so primal to me as well. How often do we encounter like a wild beast in, in the city or even out in our regular lives? For me, like a base thing is most of the time when I'm interacting with someone and I'm fishing for something, it really comes down to you love me. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of you if you don't, or I'm afraid of you if you do. What am I going to do with that? But that's when the ego kicks in. Right. You right? Know? So we're fearing the ego response rather than fearing for our lives. We've taken this thing that, that's supposed to protect us, but now we're using it as kind of this mechanism to hide behind. So yeah. I think also yeah. technology now is um, hindering us from stepping forward to integrate, to step up to our fears. You know, instead we hide behind screens. We say things, we do things, and then we don't have an identity that we don't really connect anymore. And so because of that, I think fear also gets built in to healthy confrontations or interaction and stuff like that. People don't talk to each other. Oh, you you bring a very excellent point. I mean, online bullying is a big thing nowadays, mm-hmm. right? Trolling. Bullying. Uh, trolling, online mm-hmm. bullying, high school, elementary, even middle school kids yeah. are, are bullied online. There's this screen that they're hiding behind, mm-hmm. and maybe it's just a projection of what's going on in their, in their reality and the stories that they're telling themselves. Mm-hmm. And then in doing that, they're bullying other folks. And then instilling fear in other kids by doing that. Mm -hmm. So we're passing down this fear quality in in this like unhealthy manner. So Hermes mentioned something earlier about programming. This kind of stuff is programmed into us to Mm -hmm. pass down these like fear. It's like a computer cutting, basically. We're like firewiring it to our Mm -hmm. offspring and stuff. Mm -hmm. Is there some part of the experience of fear that feels good then? That we still hold on to it and then we feel like, oh, here, try this fear. Adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that what it is? Is adrenaline the, the, rush. the, the rush of the fear? Like, if, like the body likes it or what? Hmm. Then skydiving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like roller coasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's scary. Yeah, I Why mean that's that's that adrenaline rush, right? Yeah. The uh, adventure seekers. Mm-hmm. I can say I can speak from experience because I, I I would consider myself an adventure seeker. I've skydived, scuba dived. I've mm-hmm. gone hundred plus feet underwater. Mm-hmm. There is a fear element there. It's like if I run out of air, what what happens? Mm-hmm. But that's part of the the fun in it is that the reward unknown the the other reward. But so when I took skydiving, it was actually to get over my fear (laughs) of heights. I mean, it was scary to climb up that plane. But the second you start to fall, you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. So you you brought up something really important. Getting over fear is what people, that's what they do it for. Not the addiction, but that's the the reward, the bait. Yeah. And then to me, taking on these kind of adventures is a way for me to get past that fear state. The Mm -hmm. fear of the unknown, the fear of the what if. And that's growth. Fear is present so that you can grow. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm not saying that fear is bad. I mean, fear is there for a reason, for multiple reasons. Mm -hmm. It's when we get stuck in that fear and get caught in the story of what's going on that's causing the fear. That's what hinders our growth. That's what disables us from moving forward and growing and expanding. Mm. Right. I can be afraid of, you know, in yoga practice, I can be afraid of crow because I don't want to fall forward. If I keep telling myself this story that I'm afraid of crow, I'm afraid of falling forward, I'm never going to get crow, mm-hmm. right? But if I can step past that, step beyond the falling forward and try to put that fear and shelve it to the side, mm-hmm. then there'll be opportunities for growth there. This is our yoga instructor here. Mm-hmm. Just giving some side tips on That's, that. Yeah. yeah. It's so powerful, you guys, because if you think about it, anyone that you know in life who have accomplished a lot or who's doing a lot, those people tend to face fears more. It's not like they're fearless, but they fear less. <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah, no, I, saw it. I heard what you did there. But you know what happens yeah. is that anyone who's ever accomplished anything, it's not like they they were born with a natural talent and then went right off the bat, no mistakes, perfection at a young age. That's really not a common story. But people who do succeed in what we call perceive as success or achievement, these people continue to just attack or meet fear every single chance they get because that is what makes them grow. And then as they grow, of course, they're going to achieve a lot of things. Yeah, It's like learning to ride a bike, right? I think most people can, can relate to that experience of learning to ride a bike. Mm-hmm. When you first get on the bike, what happens? Most kids are afraid, mm-hmm. right? Taking the training wheels off the bike and first riding the bike without the training wheels. I remember when I first rode a bike, I was, I was afraid of falling, falling off, right? I was afraid for my safety. I was afraid for my life. And so... To your point, sir, exactly what you're saying is that people ride bikes all the time. It's not because they're fearless. They just went moved past that fear and, and kind of stepped past it and moved on. Right, right. Mm. I embrace the fear. Yeah. Fear is my homie. <laughs> fear is your homie. Like, I get a big hug. Every single day, just love it. <laughs> just love it until it squeezes it and tight. <laughs> Can we revisit the whole genetic coding thing? Yeah, like, definitely. We're, we're carbon-based beings, right? Mm-hmm. And carbon, when under pressure, becomes diamond, right? And that's what <laughs> we're supposed to be. We're supposed to obtain this like light body or angelic body. And I think it's fear that's the pressure that allows us to grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fear is the interesting pressure. Yes, like yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that ties exactly with what and, Sarah said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love the pressure. 
Um, (laughs) I'm feeling like, you know, Mm -hmm. getting close to wrapping it up and welcoming any closing remarks and thanking everyone that joined in with us. And one of the things that I was noticing as everyone was talking is, yes, we can have all of this information up here in our mind and be able to collect information and share it. And oftentimes when I'm scared, I just take a breath. As we all just did. (laughs) Just take a breath. Well, it all starts with a breath. And just like be here right now in our body and just be present. And then all of that other stuff, it just isn't there. I guess my offering is when you're feeling a certain way, just take a breath. Yeah. What would you recommend, H? Yeah, being in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, we're all little diamonds, guys. <laughs> all that fear just, just, just take that take that step right now, right after. What are you gonna do? Right after you watch this this live feed. I know you guys are probably gonna have dinner or whatever. <laughs> I mean the next day, do something to overcome whatever that is. Take that leap. If you don't like where you're at right now, you could change. <laughs> it's that easy. Go you don't have to go here all the time, go here. Wherever that, wherever that is. Guys, come on. <laughs> Where's your coach? Come on, wake up. Don't stop. We're going to keep waking. We're going to keep poking you. <laughs> Every single day. A Facebook post. You're going to think about this moment post. right here. <laughs> You're going to hear this voice mm-hmm. and wake up to it every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Be in the moment. Breathe. You're a whole little diamonds. Little little diamonds. Yeah. Come on, guys. Someone else. <laughs> Somebody else. Um, yeah, let's wrap it up. <laughs> what? I thought so, everyone's gonna say something. Well, I have to think. I gotta, I gotta compose myself after that verse. Um, to Rosie's point, yeah, the first step I think is is to take a deep breath. Who's and, Rosie? I'm oh, sorry. I, uh, <laughs> still not, I'm still getting she used to this. She doesn't exist anymore. I'm still getting used to that transition. Sorry. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> to Isla's uh, uh, comment is to take a deep breath. But also, you know, when fear starts to kick in, um, maybe take a step back. Take a step back from the story that's playing in your mind about the situation. And then look at it from a different perspective, from a different set of lenses, right? The lens that we've put on is creating this fear. Moved over to the side and put on a different set of lenses. And then looked at that same scenario from another perspective. Does fear kick in there, right? If it doesn't, then it's not something to be afraid of. It's something to move past and, and grow from. <laughs> Sorry. <I'm just laughs> appreciating what you're saying. And then also, like, AJ's giving his, like, I don't know. Visuals. Yeah, his <laughs> sign language. Yeah, it's really, he's doing um, expressive, like, something, hands. It's like, it's like 3D uh, language. Yeah. Instead of 3D from yeah. hand, ex- <laughs> hand expressions. Actually, yeah, like, if you can't change something, you can change the way you look at it, and your reaction to it ultimately changes the scenario mm-hmm. or outcome. Aww. <laughs> Hi, Louise. Fear in the cerebellum, <laughs> along with the ego. And then Jeffrey said, Oh, I can't ever pronounce this. Um, amygdala. 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 Yeah. Amygdala. Amygdala. 
Amy Gidala. Amy Gidala. And then Marie is stuck in her car. (laughs) You guys, Marie's stuck in her car. She's that's her fear right now. Uh -uh. Marie, you can do it. I mean, there's there's ways to get out of a car. Jaws of life, a little thing to (laughs) smash the window. See, there's nothing to be afraid of. (laughs) You're not stuck in your car. But have you driven with Marie? No, that would I might be actually truly afraid. No matter what lens I look at. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding, Um, Marie. Just kidding. Just just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Do we have any other closing comments from our crew here? Hermes and Mark mentioned perspective. Um, At the end of the day. if you're not honoring yourself, then you're going to be put into a state of fear, like, m- most likely. So, like, at the end of the day, listen to yourself. Listen to how your emotional body's feeling. Listen to, like, what your soul needs. Because if you're somewhere you don't want to be, then you're going to be depressed and stuff. You're going to end up in two states where you need deep rest so you can return to self. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Yvain's been here. She's reading our comments. You can pop your face in. Hi. You're not in Oh, she got a heart. And up here too, E. Yeah. Up, up there. Oh. On oh. IG. Yeah, they're they're slightly off sync. There it is. <laughs> oh, I love that. She's so cute. Oh, so sweet. Yeah, we've it was super nice to see everyone's comments. There's like oh, this whole side thing happening here. I want to say hi to Norby. Mm-hmm. Oh hey Norby. Yeah. Norbino. No, no, How's Colorado? Know. He said there's a blizzard there. Ooh, send, send some of that. <laughs> Nothing here. to be afraid of. I want some snow. And then everyone else that's on Instagram, thank you so much for joining in. And this, we're actually recording this as a podcast, so you'll be able to listen to it on our SoundCloud page, and we'll post all the details up on Love Lotus. And is it on iTunes too? Uh, and iTunes. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You can subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, thank you for, for that. <clears throat> they can search us. Um, on iTunes with what, what's the name again? Live Lotus. Live Lotus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Lotus yeah. Talks. And Lotus Talks. Lotus Talks. Exactly. Yeah. And so we're just trying out this format to see how it feels. And there's just something about us like coming here and doing it really organically that seems to work. Like we literally decided to do this like a few hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I was afraid of walking in because I saw the cameras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but the camera fear. loves you, Mark. Mm-mm. But for those that are in, uh, the vicinity of San Jose Bay Area. Um, I would love if you could mention our little ambiguous meeting that we're happening November seventeenth. Oh. oh yeah. Well, we haven't sent anything out, but Isla and I were talking over an idea of coming together on November seventeenth, Friday night, and meeting here at Live Lotus Yoga Studio in Japantown, San Jose. And coming together to really form an informal group to talk. We don't know what the topic is yet, but it's about practicing your voice and accessing your truth and sharing a little bit of you to help deepening our experiences in this life. So, yeah, it's just, again, it's very similar to this. Like, we're really embracing this, like, no format, no structure thing, and then mm-hmm. allowing the structure to show itself, and then we get to build it together. So, we're just inviting everyone to come and just take a risk. Take a risk. And just be with us and, and see what we can do together in community because we're here to help each other, love each other, and bring each other home. So mm-hmm. we want to create more experiences for that. So look out for the newsletter and anything on our social medias as well. And again, just like so much love for everyone that showed up and was with us tonight, our crew here. 
I don't know. I, I, are you guys looking at me to sign out? Yeah. <laughs> Ready? One, One, two, two three. three. Light, Light and love. love. <laughs> Lotus out. Hold on. Let's Rewind. 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 Light and love, Lotus out. Okay. Ready? One. Love and light. <laughs> love and light. Love and light. Lotus. Love and light. Yeah, that's. Okay. One, two, three. Love, love and light, light and love is out. out. <laughs>